ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Friday, January 8th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite holds your great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. It's Friday. We should be talking about Marshall men's basketball right now. We should be talking about it. We should be getting set for it. We should be having it. Unfortunately, we're not. So we're with you without Marshall men's basketball this weekend. That means a lot of NFL coming up this weekend for you. I mean, that's the one takeaway. That's the positive for you if you were wanting to watch a little herd basketball and the NFL. Well, unfortunately, you don't get the herd, but you do get some NFL action this weekend. So that's the good thing for you. They will make this one up. There's room on the calendar for it. It's going to be fine, I hope. I just hope Marshall can get to next week, of course, playing Western Kentucky on a Friday now on the road. Sunday, going to be a home game. We'll go on the air early on Friday afternoon, early evening. Sunday, we're going to go on the air, uh, I believe, 1 o'clock. So that's when we're going to um, preview that one on Sunday with our pregame. So you've got a busy weekend next weekend. But sit back and enjoy this one. Sure, it's been fun to have some herd basketball this weekend at home. So really, the next time you're going to see the herd at home will be the following Sunday. So it's going to be a while in between visits to the Cam Henderson Center for the Thundering Herd. Now, I do have some good football news for you today. Marshall Redshirt senior Kane Madden selected as a member of the Walter Camp All-American second team. So that came out yesterday after we went off the air. He was also picked on December 28th, if you remember, as a second-team selection by the Associated Press. What do you do for Marshall this year? Well, he had 60 to – let me rephrase that. He racked up 64 knockdown blocks in 2020 along uh, the Thundering Herd's offensive line. That was um, part of the reason why he earned first-team All-Conference USA honors. Uh, pro football focus, named him a first-team All-American. He had a, he had a really huge year, I think. Um, Marshall, because of him, in part, I thought when things were rolling for that team, he was a big part of it. And Marshall was able to manage 18 rushing touchdowns this season. That was second in Conference USA. Uh, Marshall also finished second in the league in scoring offense at 28.5. A contest, unfortunately, that number went down over the last few games. And this was a great reminder. When Marshall sent the release out, this was a a perfect reminder. Vinny Curry, also a member of the uh, Walter Camp naming. Vinny Curry, last member of Marshall to be recognized by the Walter Camp organization in 2011. It's a lot to throw at you there. But I hope Kane Madden, whatever's next for him, it's huge. Because I like that kid. I really enjoy talking to him. And speaking of college football, the playoff is good to go. Both teams have cleared testing, and the title game between Alabama and Ohio State is good to go, according to the college football playoff executive director, Bill Hancock. He said, we look forward to a great night of college football. Now, we're going to have that game for you coming up on Monday night. We'll have the broadcast. 
So if you can't watch it, and honestly, unless you live on the moon, there will be a way to watch it. Because you know how ESPN goes. They go all in. I think every single ESPN channel and property is going to have some different feature. Every channel is going to have something. You're going to have coaches analysis. You're going to have like the fan broadcast. You get your custom tailored feed. It's going to be insane. Me, I I don't want all of that. I, I don't want I don't want the extra commentary. I don't want to watch the coaches as they watch the game. I, I don't want to watch. Now, now, granted, you got some of the the best play-by-play guys calling the games here for for Ohio State and Alabama. So I might tune in a little bit of that action, especially Eli Gold, Alabama. All right, I'm I'm all in it. And uh, Paul Keels, yeah, I haven't talked to him in a long while, but uh, always a gentleman, great always uh, when he calls a game. So you got some of the best. And that's always a fun thing because these guys are regional. You don't hear Eli. I mean, unless unless you just look for Alabama football on a Saturday, you try to listen to a broadcast specifically for him. You don't know this. You're not listening in. And he's fantastic calling football. I mean, that's the voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide. And I like that aspect of it because, again, it's, it's interesting. You get to hear the different voices. But, you know, I just went straight up. Watch the game. I don't want all the extra. I just I want to watch the game. Just straight. Here it is. Here's one super feed. Here it is. I get the play-by-play. And I'm glad that we were talking about this because I just remembered. I didn't write it down my notes, but Holly Rowe not going to be there for the college championship. COVID-19 issues, and that just lessens the broadcast in my mind. She does a fantastic job. So. ESPN is going to have all the coverage. We'll have it for you right here. So if you're not glued to one of 54, it feels like 54 channels, right here, Just you can listen to the game right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And it's also going to be on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So if you want to tune into the national championship game, we've got you covered. Uh, we got some sad news to talk about before we uh, hit the commercial break. The Hall of Fame... The Hall of Fame became a, a better place when Tommy Lasorda was inducted because he's just one of the all-time greats. Uh, at the manager position, one of the all-time greats. Guided the Dodgers to two World Series titles, even coached the Olympics, and he was with the Dodgers for 71 years in some capacity. Uh, he passed away. He was 93. The release indicated that he suffered heart failure at his home in uh, Fullerton, California, could not resuscitate him, and he passed away um, about 11 p.m. Thursday. So he suffered heart failure at his home, could not be resuscitated uh, on the way to the hospital, and they called it 11 p.m. So some sad news today. In a day and age where baseball needs personalities, he was one of them. I mean, you might know a few managers, unless you just follow baseball and that's your core sport, and you just follow it and you know the managers. To the casual sports fan, oh, yeah, Tommy Lasorda, the Dodgers. You knew that name. He had his own video game. Seriously, I think it was on a Genesis. I'm dating myself here a little bit, but I think on the Sega Genesis, uh, he had his own baseball game. I mean, who has his own baseball game as a manager these days? Come on, nobody. John Madden has his name on the football game because it's just legacy at this point because when – Back when EA Sports was just little electronic arts and they came up with this football game, 
and they get John Madden to to be on it, and he gets involved with it. I mean, you are marketing the name of John Madden attached to this game. Now Madden is just ubiquitous. It's just it's a brand. Madden's a brand name. You don't see that for any other. I mean, Tiger Woods had a golf game. I know that. And you have cover athletes on all of these games. Like I think 2K had the Mamba edition to honor uh, Kobe. And you've seen superstars hit the cover of these every year. And it's just, it's sort of uh, every year. Um, Alex Ovechkin's on the cover of NHL 21. I don't even know who's on FIFA. But, I mean, that's different. you, you got players who are on the cover. I mean, Tommy Lasorda, I mean, he transcended baseball transcended and he passes away I think baseball's you know even though he was 93 and he wasn't active day-to-day like he used to be he wasn't managing he was still a big part of a baseball and that's what I think the sport misses just guys like that him I mean the closest thing I can come to it right now is Dusty Baker I think a lot of people know him I don't think Dusty reaches the level of Tommy Lasorda because we're after all we're talking about the Dodgers I mean the LA Dodgers one of the biggest brand names in baseball. And you knew who Tommy Lasorda was. He, he, he transcended. Sports going to definitely miss him. Uh, we're going to get into a lot more. Uh, we got women's basketball coming up tonight. We'll remind you about that. Uh, the Marshall ladies taking on Charlotte. Uh, also, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL playoffs. Just go over some stats, some numbers. Lots of games coming up this weekend. We'll touch on that. And uh, something I wanted to get into this segment, but we're going to save it for next segment. Um, hockey is about ready to begin, and now we're seeing what COVID-19 looks like in the hockey world. We have seen how the NBA got started. We have seen how it's hit the NFL, and now we're going to look at how it's hitting the National Hockey League when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It is Friday, January 8th. Usually we would be on a Friday, at least during Marshall Basketball Conference season with this change season. We'd be on the air already with some basketball. That's not happening as Marshall's game against Charlotte this weekend series postponed to be made up at a later date. There's some cushion in between the schedule of the last regular season game and the conference tournament, so there's an opportunity there. Uh, depends on if this game's going to have that much impact on seeding. I'm sure it will. You know, I, I think you're going to have to play this series. Uh, it might have an impact on the playoffs, the seeding, the, the tournament, whatever you want to call it. I was, I was searching on um, – we talked a minute ago about Tommy Lasorda, and I just did a – I can't really – it's something you got to watch yourself – Go on YouTube. You know, Tommy Lasorda passing away, uh, one of the uh, all-time greats in baseball, uh, a manager that transcended. I mean, he, how, many, how many managers are able to carry as much, if not more, uh, status than, than their players these days? Not many. I mean, college, you get coaches that are bigger than life and, and bigger than their players. And the NBA, not very often. Uh, in the NHL, no, the players are still the bigger deal. The NFL... I mean, very few. I mean, Bill Belichick probably, you know, ranks higher than his players, especially now. Uh, not too many. I mean, yeah, you have maybe coach-player tandems and that dynamic, but at the same time, I mean, maybe the NFL is probably the closest it comes to coaches being true 
almost as large as life as the players. But in baseball, it was Tommy Lasorda. But I was doing some some quick Googling because I told you how big Tommy Lasorda was. He even had his own video game. Look it up. Tommy Lasorda baseball for the Sega Genesis, 1988. And I was just looking at this thing. It's like, this this is pretty amazing for, for 1988. So you, you have to look at it to see it. Don't go down the rabbit hole too much, though, because you uh, – You'll start seeing um, all kinds of different. Well, let's put it this way: stay off, stay off YouTube. But we'll go look at the video. Check it out. All right. I, I want to talk a little about what's happening here in the next few days. Uh, we've got the National Hockey League starting back up next week. I'm excited about it. That means we get all our sports back, and already we've got COVID-19 issues. Eight members of the Dallas Stars organization testing positive for COVID-19. That comes out from the league today. So you're going to have postponements of the team's opening games. So NHL said six players and two staff members have returned positive tests. And so preparations are right now just thrown out. The Stars were set to play the Florida Panthers next Thursday. So the NHL says that the Stars were not likely to play before January 19th with additional fixtures against Florida and the reigning Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning also expected to be postponed. So how, how do you rearrange your schedule? That I'm interested. Are you going to try to rearrange your schedule? Because what the NHL's done is for the season-only geographic-friendly divisions, which makes perfect sense. You have an all-Canadian division here trying to limit this. And minimize exposure. I mean, if you're you're in the New York tri-state area, you got the Islanders, the Rangers, the Devils. You're not leaving the area very very much. And so Dallas has uh, canceled their practice. Teams facilities have been shuttered. I'm sure there's going to be some deep cleaning sterilization going on there. The individuals um, that were concerned self-isolating, isolating. So you know you have some contact tracing going on, and then. Follow that up. The Columbus Blue Jackets also held a number of their players off the ice. Uh, what they say is organizations out of abundance of caution. And so season is coming up next week. How many of these teams are going to be ready to go? That's going to be the big question. How many of these teams are going to be ready to go? Because, again, these leagues found it easy to get in the bubble and do everything they could to keep their players safe, keep the virus at bay, not put them in a situation where they're going to contract it, be exposed to it, and it worked. It worked in the NBA. It worked in the NHL. Major League Baseball got its act together, able to hold its World Series. The NFL, I mean, come on. You're the Cleveland Browns, and you're excited to be in the playoffs for the first time in forever, it feels like. And now you got to go in and you don't have everybody because, again, COVID-19 doesn't care. And some of that's on the players. Some of it's not, but some of that's on the players. Some of it's got to be not taking personal responsibility. Some of it's not on them. The same thing here with all the teams that are impacted. Some of that's personal responsibility. It really is. Some of it's not, and I'm okay with that because you got to take care of yourself at the same time the person next to you has got to take care of himself or herself. And you're gonna take care of each other. I mean, if I wanna, I wanna try to make a run in the playoffs. I'm in the, I'm in the right spot here with a resurging Cleveland Browns organization. I'm, I'm ready to go. Here we are. We're in the playoffs. This is what we've talked about. And I'm probably mad at some guys right now because 
depending on how it went down, it's like, look, really, really, you put yourself in that and us in this position now. Hey, we could have won this and still can, but odds on favor right now is the Steelers. And we'll talk about that later. But still, the NHL is going to have to probably clamp down. I, I don't know how you do this without, I'm not saying put them in a bubble wrap and keep them away, but take some personal responsibility here for your actions. Honestly, take some responsibility for your actions here. And that, not just sports. You got to, it's an inconvenience, but you got to do what you have to do to, to keep yourself clear, especially if you're if you're playing sports, the league supposedly is trying to do everything it can to keep you safe. Why can't you do the same thing? Basketball, we don't have this weekend due to COVID injuries. Uh, NFL, we've got plenty of games. The uh, championship game on Monday happening uh, might be a few people that you're going to look and see where are they at, and it's going to be COVID issues there. So. The teams that um, are on the field are the players that can play. Hopefully we get past this, but still, you got to take some personal responsibility. And I'll get off my soapbox here because I want to talk about the actual playoffs when we continue. We'll do that. We will get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I'm Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. NFL playoffs taking place this weekend. NFL expanding the playoff field to 14 teams, 14 teams. That means two extra wildcard games. Six games this weekend are the second most in a single playoff round in the league, trailing only the 1982 wildcard round. The 82 season was strike-shortened, and the field was expanded to 16 teams, no buys, leading to an eight-game wildcard weekend. Wouldn't you like to have 16 teams? Come on, let's do it. NFL, 16 teams. Almost everybody gets in. Everybody gets in just about half. Give me half. I mean, come on. In college football, almost everybody gets a bowl game now, and, and nobody's complaining except me. So let's do it. 16. No, we got 14, but that's okay. Uh, there are eight current franchises who haven't won a playoff game in the last 15 seasons, and four of them play wildcard weekend. You want to know those franchises? Let's start with, we'll go from the bottom top. Washington, 2005. Haven't won a playoff game since 2005. Okay, that's, that's not the longest wait there. But the Washington football team, Washington football team, the Raiders, and whatever city they're in now, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders, 20 and 2. 2002, the Raiders have not. They're not in the playoffs. Now, Washington's playing this weekend, so Washington could, could make that happen. Washington could get rid of that 2005 last time won a playoff game Number so football team football club what Washington whatever they call themselves obviously you can tell I'm really not a Washington fan but I digress the Buccaneers are playing this weekend Buccaneers have not won a playoff game since 2002 2002 the Buccaneers could get that off their back the Dolphins 2000 it has been since the year 2000 since the Dolphins have won. A playoff game. The Bills. The Buffalo Bills. 1995. They're in action this weekend. They could change that. And then you have 
the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have not won a playoff game since 1994. 1994. That was so long ago, 1994. I think I was, um, I think that was my first, second year, um, let's see. I was doing a different version of this show. I was, yeah, I was doing this show, different version, 1994. I was doing that. The Detroit Lions, Spencer Adkins, 13 News weather meteorologist, his Lions have not won a playoff game since 1991. I mean, that's, that hurts. Spencer was young back then when they last won. And then finally, longest active drought without a playoff win, the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, the 80s were so good to me. The Bengals were not winning, but playing for Super Bowls. They were competitive. It was fun to be a Bengals fan. 1990, the Bengals have not won a playoff game. Without a playoff win, 1990. I've gone that long. Four teams have an opportunity here. Washington, the football Washington players. I'm just going to make fun of that now. I'm sorry. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Buffalo Bills, and the Cleveland Football Browns. 1994. Here's some other interesting uh, statistics and factoids as we get ready for the wild card weekend. If you're a better, if you're a gambler, and that's the thing now, gambling's the thing. It's the latest, greatest craze going across the country. You can get an app all over the place, and, and depending on what state you live in, you can bet on these games. Betting favorites went 172, 79, and 1. So if you were a favorite this year, a betting favorite, you won 172 games. You lost 79, and you tied 1. Uh, that is the most such wins in a season since 2017, 2017. The wild card round has been much kinder to underdogs. That's an interesting fact. Multiple betting underdogs have won outright in each of the last three wild card rounds, including a 6-2 and two run over the last two postseasons. An underdog of at least six points has won each of the last three wild card rounds as well. I haven't looked at the spread. I haven't looked at the odds. But hello, Cleveland. How you feeling? How you feeling, Browns fans? How you feeling? You feeling good about this? Feeling like this is your year. The city of champion is going to bounce back and actually be a city of champions. I'm sorry, Cavaliers. That's it. I don't count all that. I don't count that stuff pre-Super Bowl. I don't count that. I don't, no, it doesn't exist. Of course it does, but I don't count that. No, no. Again, the Browns could be the team that wins the next championship in Cleveland before the Indians. Imagine that. Imagine that. And, of course, another fun factoid here. There are six starting quarterbacks in the 2020 playoff who have previously won a Super Bowl in their career. That is terrific Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, my money's on right now. I'm looking at Green Bay. I'm looking at I'm not. Don't don't bet on that. But, I'm, but if you do, FanDuel promo code SWAN. If you've never bet before and you're, you're going to choose the bet, if that's going to be your bet, FanDuel, promo code SWAN. Drew Brees, by the way, he's in. Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, and Patrick Mahomes. Six starting quarterbacks. That is tied with 2014 for the most starting quarterbacks in a single postseason who have previously won a Lombardi Trophy. Four of those six quarterbacks are in the NFC. I mean, the action was better in the NFC this year, right? Brady's in there. Rodgers is in there. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. 
That is tied with the AFC in 2014 for the most Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in one conference in a single postseason. So there's a lot of action going on this weekend. We'll have it for you on Saturday and Sunday right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So I'm looking forward to all of that action. We will continue with today's edition of The Drive. Marshall women are in action. That's coming up here top of the hour. We'll tell you how you can tune in and listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping you up on today's edition, getting you set for the weekend. Unfortunately, we don't have Marshall basketball to talk about on the men's side. The good news is we've got the women. The women are in action coming up. 6 o'clock is going to be tip time and Charlotte Halton Arena. Marshall ladies will be taking on Charlotte tonight at 6 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. Games are going to be on the YouTube channel for the 49ers. That link is on herdzone.com. If you prefer to listen to the game, you want to follow along, you can do so. The stream link is also on herdzone.com. Jason Coyer We'll have the call. I'm excited for this one because uh, the ladies, I thought the first game at home, they should have won. Then there's no should have, but they should have won. They go to overtime, don't get it done. The second game, 17-point third quarter lead, had to hang on, but were able to hang on, win that game. Marshall's now 2-2, two 1-1 and two, one and one in Conference USA, and they were playing a team that had played a lot more basketball. The lady Texters were well into their season. They fell to 6-2, and two. so they were 6-1 and one on that Saturday. They had played several more games in the herd, and it showed Marshall really not getting to the depth issue, but I think once that team is able to realize its depth, it's going to be a better team in Conference USA. But Marshall now 2-2, two 1-1 two, one one in Conference USA. Savannah Wheeler looking really good. Paige Shy, I think, having an outstanding game. She had a career high in points and rebounds, 11 and 9, respectively. I think they're going to have an opportunity to have another good night here. Game coming up tonight, 6 o'clock. Tomorrow at 3, you can live stream it over at HerdZone.com. And unfortunately, we don't have Marshall men's basketball. Next time the Herd in action will be Friday. Now, the women will be playing next Thursday. And that's a home game against Western Kentucky because the women's team will be on the road Sunday to take on Western Kentucky, whereas the men will play host to Western Kentucky on Sunday. But Marshall's game on the road with Western Kentucky, that would have been the Thursday game. That's been pushed to Friday. Opportunity for this team to get maybe some more practice time in, get its legs, get ready. It's another day to prepare itself, and of course you want to have that cushion in between if possible. Sure, it's Bowling Green, Kentucky, but it's also Bowling Green, Kentucky that you're traveling to and then traveling back from. And who has the advantage here? In this series, which team has the advantage? Because Marshall's got to travel to play and then travel back. All Western Kentucky has to do is travel to Huntington and play. Of course they travel back, but there's not a game that they have to get ready for for a few days. They've got more of a cushion. And that's the thing. Marshall doesn't have the cushion. 
Which team has the advantage here? Because Marshall's got to make the trek, play the game, travel back. Marshall has the advantage of being in its own beds, its own routine, and then play the Sunday game. So you Friday, travel, play on Friday, travel back, get some quick rest, Saturday, film, light workout, practice, Sunday game. Which team has the advantage here, or does it matter? Same thing for the women. The difference here is the women, though, Western Kentucky travels to Huntington, plays, gets back home, and has a couple days. So you hate that the fact that Marshall's got to play on Friday then turn around and play on Sunday, especially it's not going to Texas, mind you. So I'm not really concerned about that. It's not like we're asking this team to, to play a few years ago, play those games, then head to Texas. It's not that kind of travel, but... Which team has the, if there's an advantage, which team has the advantage? And the other thing you got to keep in mind is, will this team be starting from scratch? Will Marshall be cold? Will Marshall have to find that rhythm again? Because Western Kentucky is going to have a little bit more rhythm, a little bit more chemistry, a little bit more going for them. I mean, Marshall had to stop. There's no games this weekend. So you don't have games this weekend to use that momentum that you had against Louisiana Tech and so you're going to have to start right back up. You have to fill the meter back up. You don't get a special or a super until uh, you fill that meter back up, and you got to fill that meter back up now. Whatever the case may be, we're going to be back here on Friday next week with the pregame. We'll have it for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And coming up this weekend, uh, we've got six wildcard games. All the wildcard action, Saturday and Sunday, both days we will begin at 12.30, you can watch it right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 9.30. And Marshall will be back in action on Friday of next week. And then on Sunday, we'll have all of that action for you coming up as well. Don't forget, 93.7 The Dog will be where we have those games. So we've got you covered no matter what you're looking for this weekend. But if you can't watch any of the games this weekend, we've got that. And then we have the national championship game, Alabama and Ohio State. Skip the multicast. I know ESPN likes to have 5,000 different cameras, and it's going to be interesting, and I'm kind of curious how... I'm going to flip the dial. I'm going to look. I'm going to see how they do this thing. I, I didn't watch... See, I watched the straight feed. I did not even hazard a look over the, how they were doing the multicast on the semifinals. So I didn't really get a, a good idea of what they were doing for those games. So I'm a little bit more interested in maybe seeing what the multicast looks like just for a minute. But give me the straight feed. I want to watch the game. I don't need the extra. And I know we've come to that point where we feel like we need the extra. And I get it. It's the social atmosphere, maybe. It's the social need. Because you watch the game. Maybe you get some of your friends to come over and you watch the game. Or, of course, you go and you go to, say, the sports club, the sports bar, the restaurant, and you would watch games and you would gather with some friends. And I get that. You completely want that social atmosphere. You want to have that and social enjoyment with, with your friends while you're watching the game. I get that. Maybe Twitter does that for you. But I tweet less and less now because I want to follow the game more and more. I mean, I'm different. I want to follow the game more so I can talk about it afterwards, come back here. But I haven't missed it. I didn't miss the, okay, I'm going to tweet about something I'm watching as much. I mean, I did it the other day for hockey a little bit, but even then I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, what did this do for me? Sure, yes, okay, go USA. Okay, yeah, go USA. But what did that do for me? Not much. 
And I think the multicast is just like the gigantic expansion of it. And you got to have like 54 different versions of this. I just want to watch this straight up. Give me the game. I just want to watch the game. That's it. Play by play, color, sideline analysis. I'm a, I'm good. Give give everything to me in one package, and that's fine. I'm good. You know, give me some enhanced stats if you like. And even more, you don't even need that. Sure, you want to have you want to have your television broadcast everything self-contained. You want to have everything that a viewer could want and need right there in your broadcast. But even then, I can go to ESPN. I can get the great game tracker. I can follow along there on Game Tracker. And here's a. Here's a sad reality. I don't know if I should be telling you this, but you can set your app, your ESPN app. It will tell you when things happen. Yeah, and it reminds me, the phone reminds me all the time. Oh, yeah, the Bengals uh, got scored. Yeah, okay, thanks. They got scored on. Thank you. All right, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully we've got basketball. We've actually got what we intend to talk about ready to talk about next week. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Enjoy your NFL weekend, everyone. We'll be back here on Monday for the championship game. We'll talk about that between Ohio State and Alabama. And then we'll move forward, and hopefully we've got Marshall basketball against Western Kentucky to talk about. Enjoy your weekend once again, everyone.